Welcome to the Grit Growth Podcast. Commit to conquer, lead your life, leave a legacy, gather your grit, and let's get after it. Well, first, let me just say uh, thanks for joining us, and I appreciate you taking the time. Um, we have our, our mutual friend, Jeremy, really thinks highly of you, and as soon as I told him what I had going on, he thought of you immediately and and said you'd be great for this. So excited to have you on board. Yeah, big shout out to Jeremy for uh, looking out for me. I haven't seen that guy in a long time, but yeah. Yeah, I hadn't either, actually, and we we got back together. Our kids are the same age. We got the kiddos together and watched them run around and uh, got to chit-chatting, and it was good to catch up for sure. It's been it's been too long. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, we're here just to, you know, basically casual conversation and talk about, um, okay. you know, your grit. I mean, we're looking at it through the focus, through the lens of entrepreneurship right now. That's our, our primary focus, but, um, you know, everybody's unique and everybody's got their own story to tell. So, so basically we want to showcase your story in hopes that it will inspire somebody else in the future. So, um, with that being said, you want to just give us like a brief rundown of what you do day to day and, and, um, what your main, you know, priorities are. And then maybe we'll get after that, maybe we'll get into kind of the origin story a little bit and how you got into what you're doing. I've always wanted to be a filmmaker since the fifth grade. So the person I wanted to be like was Stephen King at the time. Um, And um, he was the, you know, he was the inspiration for me to start writing my stories and being very creative with everything. So I started there fifth grade. And from that point on, just writing little short stories here and there. Um, then when I graduated high school, I ran track in high school. When I graduated high school, I really didn't know where I wanted to go from that point, because obviously the Internet was not what it is today. And no one. And I just didn't know. I didn't know how to how to write screenplays. I didn't know how to get that the writing to the next level, so to speak. So um started working at Publix. Jeez, that was a long time ago. Um, and did that for a while. I kind it now in hindsight, my twenties were kind of wasted. And, and I'm, and I'm saying that because I didn't have a mentor to turn to that could, um, guide me in the path I need to go down. My twenties were completely wasted. And I really, and now when I see a lot of young cats, they're in their twenties, you know, they're millionaires or they pretend to be millionaires, whatever the case may be. Um, and you know, they, they, all these tools are there now on the internet, but back then in like early 2005, six, none of that was, it was around. You had to know someone that could really put you in the right path. So my my twenties were wasted. And, um, and towards the, the, the middle part of it, there was, uh, one of my ex-girlfriends brought to me a script for the movie, um, alien, which is another, one of my favorite movies. And when she printed it off, I saw how they formatted the movie. And I was like, okay, this is how to do that. Hmm. So then it clicked in me and every, and from that point on, I was just writing uh, scripts out in the format, kind of copying it. And so this was around 2007. Um, so after that, we, uh, after that, it was just trying to figure out how to make a movie. I didn't have a camera. Um, you know, buying a camera then was not like it was now, you know, it's different different kinds of cameras, but, um, but there was, um, 
there was a handy cam, a little 1080p handy cam thing. You probably stick on your hand right here and it folds out that kind of deal. It was that right. whole thing. So I had that. And um, the my new girlfriend, she she helped me make uh, my first short, which was called uh, the Green Ranger Origins. I'm a big Mighty Wolf Power Ranger fan. So um, it was it was me pretend I'm um, acting as uh, the Green Ranger. I'm going to training camp and things of that nature, trying to be a Power Ranger, so to speak. Uh, some people think it's corny. I don't think it's corny. So whatever. Uh, no, we were, we were admiring. But, your uh, ever since when, then, it was just I going. knew the formula I need. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> hang on. Actually, I, I I dropped the ball a little bit. Hang on a second. I've got to have to do this right here. There, there we, we go. go. I have to do that setup. Yeah. <laughs> um. Because actually what y'all are looking at is my podcast setup I do on Facebook Live. So this is the whole setup I got going on. But anyways, um, I did that, started making the short films, and I knew that doing movies was what I really wanted to do. Um, but um, after, after a while, it, it kind of got a little flat for me. And then I kind of stumbled into shooting music videos. Um, and I realized there was a market for that here in the city. And I, that wasn't my original plan was to shoot music videos. But when I saw I could make money with it, and at that time I was charging like $80 for a music video, you know, and back then $80 to some people was a lot of money. And now when I look back on it, I'm like, geez, they would be killing right now to pay $80 for a music video. Right. So, but back then though, it was like $80, bro, really? I'm like, yeah, $80, you know? <laughs> um, so, but I started shooting the music videos back then and Gradually, I realized, hey, wait, I can make money with this for real. So I um, I just got better at it. The editing got better. I started watching more music videos. Uh, the filmmaking stuff kind of took a back seat. Um, but it, here and there, I was still making little short films with my brother. Um, but it kind of took a back seat because I was starting to make money shooting the music videos. And um, and so time went on, shoot more. I started becoming better at shooting the music videos. And um, just say 10 years had passed and I was really one of the guys kind of sort of solidified one of the guys you come to to get a music video shot. And I was glad of that. And I ended up being a full time filmmaker at in 2018. So that so I was able to quit my job, which I was making. I was a store manager at the time. So I was making like uh, what, 42, 45 a year, something like that. I think that's what it was. And 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 that's the other thing is, too, with artists, we we um people who are very creative, we tend to fall into the gaps of wanting that um that safety blanket, that safety blanket of having a paycheck every two weeks. And that's really hard to walk away from. Um, but because I had a great support system, my wife, she she was you know, she was a little skeptical at first, as anybody would be. But she was the support system for me. And. And whenever I wasn't able to pick up the slack, she was there to pick up the slack, same as vice versa. So if you don't have a good support system, it'll definitely hinder you from becoming that creative that you want to be. So that was so that's what I was fortunate with, that I was able to have that person to back me up. And so I quit my job. I was like, you know what? We're I'm going to do this full time. I was doing it, making money, a uh, lot hand over fist, making tons of money. I ended up buying me a red, which is like one of the most expensive cinema cameras out uh, besides the Ari. But uh, but yeah, I was making money, doing good. Everything is just up on a plateau. And then 
I was like, you know what? I want to shoot another movie. I'm going to spend a thousand dollars on shooting a movie. So I know this is very long winded. I'm trying to get the, the whole the whole thing, trying to That's get it perfect. out. Perfect. All good. Um, <laughs> I'm skipping over a lot of stuff in between, but I'm trying to get to the, the chunks of it. Right. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to shoot a movie for a thousand dollars. Who cares? It's going to be a short film. I'm going to cast some people down in Orlando. I'm going to do this and do that. So that's what I did. I wrote a script out. It was maybe like 30 pages. And um, I reached out to some actors from Orlando. They came up. They did it for free. They came up. I put them all in the Airbnb. And back then, Airbnbs were like really, they were cheap, which is crazy, crazy. Right. Like it was for a week or four days, it was like $500. Now for like five days, it's almost over a thousand. It's really, it's oh, mind-blowing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, so I put them all in the Airbnb. We shot the movie. <laughs> Um, I put the movie out on YouTube and kind of left it there, you know, didn't think tw- twice about it. Then one of my, the, one of the girls that acted in the movie, she hit me up. She was like, Hey, this guy's looking for films to pitch to a production company called Maverick entertainment. Um, you guys can look them up Maverick entertainment. They've been around for 25 years and they kind of shoot, they kind of distribute uh, B B movies type of type of thing. Uh, B slash C movies. So um, I sent it to the guy. He was a producer. I sent it to him. He was like, yo, this is really good. Um, do you have the other half of it? Which, remember, I did a short film. So they were looking for features. And I was like, no. I was, he was like, but can you, can, you, uh, can you write more and we can make this into a full feature? Because I can pitch this to the production company Maverick Entertainment. So I said, uh, I said, yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? You know, I'm going to make my, my first feature. Why not? I was excited. This was crazy. So um, I, in a matter of maybe five days, I cranked out in another 40 pages to make it like a good solid 70. Um, and so I, he pitched it to the production company, Maverick. They were like, OK, cool, let's do it. So they uh, pitched in another. It was a, it was a weird amount. It was like another three thousand or something like that. They pitched in. And um, and I pitched in a thousand and another producer dude pitched in another thousand like that. They you know, they gave us gave me a little bit of money because they really didn't know where it was going to go. But they liked where I had started. So once they did that, we did the same thing. We got the actors. We did everything. We shot the whole movie. We got it done. And sent it to Maverick and Maverick was like, OK, I love this. is My first time really getting in tune with um with how the paperwork side of things goes, because I'm such a creative and director and writer, and I don't want to do the paperwork. Get that away from me. I don't want to do it at all. But it was, uh, it I that had it was something I had to learn. The music, the copywriting, like it was so much junk. I was like, I almost gave up because I was like, I don't want to do this. Leave, leave me alone. I just want to make movies. That's it. Um, but I knew the long term. I this is something I got to learn. I got to learn the business side of it. And so I got managed to get through it. And when I got through it, they uh, they had it. They put it up first. They put the trailer on YouTube. It did very well. And then they put the movie on um, Tubi, which Tubi is another one of those free platforms out there uh, that monetize through ads and such. They put it on Tubi. I was ecstatic. I was like, whoa, like we're really. We're kind of there, so to speak. And it got a bunch of attention, especially around here in the city. Um, Cause I had actors that were, that live in the city that were in it. They got popular really quick and, and um, it, it just it did really well on their platform. And I just got a residual check from them not too long ago from it. Uh, it was it was it was a decent check. And so they were like, hey, can you do another one? I was like, uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, so ever since then, since 2020, I've been working with them and I'm in the works now 
producing. They actually kind of, we kind of did a handshake deal. We didn't sign paperwork yet, but we did a handshake deal on, they wanted to sign me to do three more features for them, right? And direct, which is unheard of. Um, unless you're like, you know, you're a big, really big time name, but they have faith in me and what I can do. So right now, currently I'm shooting the first film in the three that they want me to do. So that's that. Wow. <clears throat> what a story. I mean, that's great. You hit on so many grit topics right there. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to shot them down fast enough. Yeah, there's a ton of, of, of stuff right there to unpack, I think. I mean, the biggest one, maybe the biggest one, I don't know, but one of them was um, the courage that it took yeah. for you to take, to take that leap. Right. And, yeah. and this is after yeah. it took to, and, and tell me if I'm getting the timeline wrong here, but it took 10 years or so of making movies on the side yeah. to gain that traction that it took and then take the leap. Right. So the definition yeah. of grit yeah passion and perseverance perseverance for long-term goals. And I would say 10 years obviously qualifies. So uh, the repetitions that you put in over 10 years and not taking no for an answer and keeping your head down and continuing that grind. um, That's amazing. That's what that's that, right. I mean, that's it. That's the crux. That's what I'm so passionate about that. I want people to hear is that don't give up. Don't think, don't look at, you know, John Eagle and say, Oh, it must be nice. That guy's got it made. He's making these movies. He's a big wig. He's a big shot. Right. It look at what it took to get there. That was, that was the grit. That's what I want people to, to pick up. Well, and, so. and the other thing is there's a couple of things there too. I'm, I'm right with Carson and one, like not having a mentor, but then your, your girlfriend and, and wife kind of having that support structure there, I think, aided in that courage if we're right can, can you talk about that a little bit more yeah because that 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 to me was like you know to to make that leap to have someone by your side does make a difference and, and you do need them it's not all you, you, no one does this all on their own hmm. definitely right yeah i can definitely touch on it um uh, i'm gonna try not to get too trying to get too emotional because she She is definitely the, uh, she is definitely a lot. Oh man, that's awesome. It I knew y'all were going to ask me that question. <laughs> man, but it's passion though. It's not, you know, yeah. that's, that's what it takes to make it. That's, that's a good thing. She, she definitely helped me through. definitely helped me through a tough time with doing 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 all that and she's been there from through everything and um i'm just glad that i got her in my life so it's just yeah she helped me out a lot so that's yeah. Great, next man. question. Next question. It's hard. It's hard and it's, it's beautiful, you know, too, John. I mean, I, I think Carson, and I'll sit here and tell you we're, we're, we're in the same boat with you. You know, yeah. we wouldn't be where we're at. And, you know, we have the respect for our, our partners 
uh, the same that we're seeing the respect you have for yours, because, you know, again, without them, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you hope it's vice versa, it's a two way street, you, you don't get to where we're where, where you want to go. That's and right. um, I think, you know, I think there's a misconception no. when you talk about grit that it's individual grit. And sure, there's an individual out there, but no individual that we talked to did it all on their own, you know, and to so to have that to have that reliance almost takes courage in itself, you know, to to even yeah. to be believed in is a lot right yeah. to have someone believe in you, mm -hmm. you know, um, that in itself is both a great feeling then also can be a pressure because if you don't perform. You know, because you've got people there. That's tough. Yeah, or if you give up, right? Right. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. But you, you haven't. Yeah. You haven't, and you've succeeded. You and you know, that's what that's what we're here is to celebrate not just your success, you know, but the success yeah. of the team around you, right? Yeah. So, yep, so, yep, so to yep. change it a it little definitely... bit, talk about your team. <laughs> there you go. And how that okay. adds to your grit. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, a lot easier question. <laughs> um, no. So to, to be, to be real and to just keep be a hundred percent about it, the team, it's really just me and her to just to be yeah. real because, because here in the city, my, my work, my work ethic is to me anyways, unmatched because I can shoot a music video on Friday and have the first set of edits done by the end, by, by the middle of uh, Saturday. And, right. and they'll, I'll send the video to them and they'll be like, bro, I love it. I love it. And I'll send it to them that day. So my turnaround time can roughly be almost 24 hours, maybe even less if I wake right. up early enough. So, <laughs> and, and it's hard for me to find someone that can match that intensity. Hmm. And, yeah. and I get it. Not everybody can work like that, but it's just, my turnaround time has to be like that because sometimes I'll get three, four videos in a week and I can't sit on three, four videos. And, and now I got three, three, four videos. I got to chop down, edit. I may have to edit three times. So I have to turn them around quick. And it's like a customer retention, especially whenever you're dealing with artists and, you know, they want their video out there. So it's really just me and her. Sometimes, you, you know, she'll sit in here and watch me edit and I'll show her the video um, and she'll tell me what she like about it, what she doesn't. And some, and I'll base my changes sometimes off of that. Um, same thing with writing the scripts. I, I have her proofread because obviously she's smarter than me. So and um, and so I have her proofread, <laughs> proofread the script to make sure all the grammar's yeah. right, the punctuation, everything. So um, so she's literally my editor on my scripts. And um, sometimes sometimes my my backer for a project, she may be like, hey, um, you know, I see you want this particular thing on Amazon is going on sale. Do you need it? And I'll be like, yeah, sure. And she'll buy a piece of equipment or a lens or something I need. So it's really just me and her. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that, that's a great, great team. And, and, you know, when you're, when you're sitting there working like that, I think the other part of that is, you know, the respect that you have for each other, you know, because there's probably, there's probably a lot of time that you're kind of hold up doing that editing or doing it. There's probably a lot of time you're absent, you know, because you get in that, that zone yeah. um, of the edit and, or on, on site shooting, things like that. But to, to be able that she respects your dream and you respect her ability to help to make that team work, then just, you know, uh, amplifies your yeah. and her grit to be, make it successful. 
Yes. Yes. That is, that is definitely true. We, 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 I can definitely be absent. That is for sure. Cause it'll be times I'll be sitting here cramming. And then also as a creative, you guys probably are aware of this too. It's the grind is constant. We have to stay. I have to keep putting out content to, to say, Hey, I'm here. I can shoot your video hit me up, book me, da, 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 da. I have to stay on that grind. There is no like stopping in between for me. So I'm in my, in my editing room a lot trying to come up with a different editing technique so I can put this out so someone else can see it. And they, so yes, I'm definitely absent sometimes, um, but I make up for it and, you know, we'll sit out there and watch some bad movies for a few hours. <laughs> that's our thing, watching bad movies and laughing at them. So yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like the one word you used there when you were describing uh, your approach, and it's hard to find people to match your level of intensity. Um, I went to yeah. a conference last week, and and one of the coaches there um, that I listened to, he talked about the, the way he put it was activating the prey drive. It's like it's almost like a primal instinct, right? If you want to okay. eat, you had to go hunt, right? So it's like uh, – that was how that was his description yes. of intensity. So um, how do you how do you activate that intensity or is it that you just love what you do so much that you wake up and it's automatic? So I think a lot of that what you're talking about, that comes from my dad. My dad is a go getter and he's always been that way his whole life. So he'll so in, in, and he worked on the job for so long, he retired from it. So his intensity to go work was even like even as kids at the house he would always be outside working on something he would never take a break from it so i think that's a lot where that's stemming from um also and another piece of that is my um customer service skills from retail i would say because you know i pride myself on i used to you know because i was a gm so i would always be there to help the customer out to make sure i get what the customer needs to talk to them with respect and to know that they want their item whatever it is right then and there so i would be more attentive to them and um the other part to that the videographer side of me is uh is i think pride has a lot to do with that for me because i don't i don't ever want anyone to think that i'm not on my a game so i may i may put myself into overdrive because of my pride with a lot of things because in this world in the videographer world that I'm in right now, I hear a lot of, oh, this dude is sorry. This dude stole money from me, didn't finish the video, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be that person. So my pride kind of kicks in on me and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do everything I can in my power, even if that means me staying up late and finish this video. So tomorrow he can tell all his friends, yo, Green Ranger got my video back to me in like 16 hours, bro. Like it's mm-hmm. crazy. So yeah. yeah, that's the, that's how I kind of. So really, I mean, the grit, your grit has become part of your customer experience. It's part of your sales process. It's, it's part of your business development. Okay. Yeah. You're known yeah. for that. And it, yeah. you know, maybe you're not marketing it as grit, but you are marketing it as no one's outworking you. No one's got a faster turnaround. Uh, basically come to me because I'm the man because I've got that grit. <laughs> yeah. Call, yeah. That call it like you see it, right? That definitely sums it up. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I try not to be too cocky. You right. know, I try not to be too cocky. I try to stay humble, but sometimes, yeah. 
these clowns are out here. They be trying me. Like I got some new stuff I'm cooking up now with the video stuff. Like they ain't like no one, like no one can touch me right now, especially yeah. when I put this new content out about because I found a way to take my videos and turn them into like cartoons in a sense. So because mm-hmm. there's this new technology, this new AI that's out that allows you to like do that. It's really crazy. So I'm working on that's what I actually I was doing earlier is working on that and putting that out. So, you know, just innovating. But yeah, that's that's, re- that's really cool. So uh, so since I said it and you didn't say it, then technically you're still being humble. Um, so you could take that <laughs> you could take that clip right there and turn turn me into an art art uh, cartoon and do whatever you want to with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely. Okay. definitely. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna yeah, what I heard I'm there, to I'm gonna jump back to kind of what you said in the beginning. And you're like, man, my, my 20s were a waste. I wasted my 20s. You know, I didn't I didn't really yeah. kind of get that going. And but I'm sitting here listening to you go, okay, you know you got work intensity from your dad and, and you learn that through his example, mm-hmm. you're in customer service and retail. Mm-hmm. You know, you said you worked at Publix, which is all mm-hmm. about the customer experience and you mm-hmm. apply that every day. Same thing kind of on that pride side, mm-hmm. you know, in bringing your a game because part of that is the customer service. And you have that back to that kind of work ethic, the, the based on pride. So yeah, you, you might not have produced in your twenties, but it looks like you grew in your 20s to be able to produce now in, in what you're doing. You know, that yeah. that almost was a foundational period that then established who you are now to deliver everything you say you deliver on. It almost, you know, kind of set up that passion. So I, you know, I don't know. That's kind of what I heard, you know, I've heard kind of listening to you. And I don't know if, I, you know, how that how's that resonate with you? No, that's you're absolutely right. I didn't even think of it like that. It was. I guess I guess in a roundabout way, my 20s was grooming me for this kind of uh, shift in my life, because um, maybe if I would have gotten that success early on, I wouldn't know how to handle it. And that right. it will pro- I would probably maybe squander it away. But I definitely see what you're saying by me doing the the retail, the being the manager, the customer service all those things. And even in the bad relationships, because at that time I didn't have any good stories to tell. Um, but once I started living life, I had stories to tell story. Well, elements of my story, I can add into, um, a story that I'm doing. So yeah, definitely. I I can see that how it helped me out for sure. Yeah. I, I I guess, yeah, I want to give you more credit for all the things that you've uh, persevered that, that you've, you know, all that says to me is that you you took what you had and you grew from it. And so, yeah, man, I, I congratulate you. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yes. I, I think people I think yeah. people miss that's out the, on all thank the things you. That's they can definitely. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely something that. Uh, well, I guess I guess I didn't waste my 20s, but. You know how everybody wants to be super successful in their 20s. Oh, yeah. they, you know, everyone wants to be the millionaire then. And, you know, and then especially with now, you see it everywhere. Uh, 20 year olds, you know, are already millionaires. And you're like, dang, why did I do that? So I guess in a roundabout way, um, I didn't waste them. It just I just, it was just me growing. And then those 10 years came around. And so, you know, I was I was able to really jump into my craft and what I and right now I'm, I feel like I'm in a good spot, a good place. Yeah. Um, definitely more mature. Uh, and and I can um, 
I can be a mentor to somebody. I was actually was a mentor for somebody else, uh, I think two years ago. And, um, and so he's, he, he was learning from me and now, um, I call on him to help me out with a lot of things. So, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't waste them. I didn't waste my twenties. You're right. Yeah. I mean, that's something that, uh, people, again, I think a misconception that people have that it it should come, you know, easier or faster than whatever it is coming for them, just because it, it seems like the grass is greener somewhere else, but, uh, you know, in grit psychology, they talk Mm -hmm. about, they talk about you have to have a discovery phase of life before you can ever even find your passion. Right. And then your, your purpose doesn't come until you've been passionate about something long enough to, 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 to establish that um, longevity, basically long-term to, it goes from passion to purpose when it becomes long-term. Um, so if you don't, if you would have missed that discovery phase, like you yeah. already said, I mean, um it may not have worked out like it did. It may have led to a different, you, you may have burnt out um, if you weren't as mature or hadn't discovered yeah. over time. So um, that's such a critical yeah. piece. That's, I just um, want to drive home for people that, you know, that discovery phase um, it's critical and, and you can't, most people don't yeah. know what they want to do when they're, when they're 15. I mean, in one way you're blessed that you knew at a young age, but, um, a lot of people don't. And if you don't have that discovery phase, you don't no. gain all those transferable skills along the way that you picked up. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, and and just to touch on a side note too, that maybe hope give someone else more confidence in the future uh, with your show is that I'm all self-taught. So I didn't go to school for it. I'm all taught through YouTube, same as everybody else and Google. So that's that's where all my skill came from and learning in the field making those mistakes and all my shots are overexposed and things are not in focus. I still make those mistakes now with uh, focus shots because my eyes are getting bad. So I probably need glasses. But, um, it's, it's but for the most part, focus. I've learned. <laughs> yeah, I learned from getting it out of the mud pretty much and and from the bottom. And I think that's important. People also have to understand that that you don't have to go to film school to do this stuff full time. You really don't. And I've said this before and and I'll say it again and I stand by it. I think there are two different types of filmmakers. There's one filmmaker that goes to school that learns all the technical stuff, all the the words. And because I still don't know what a grip is. I, you know, I barely know. I just found out what a gaffer was. Um, So all these technical terms for things. Is just stuff that I was, I'm just wanting to shoot and teach me that. Um, and those guys, they know it. They know how to, the, the right aperture exposure and the right math combination to get it just right. I don't know some of that stuff. I have to look it up sometimes. And then you have your filmmakers like me, the ones that just want to do it, that'll look up YouTube, that'll get it out the mud, that got the drive and the passion to create. Most of the guys that go to film school, they don't come out and just start shooting stuff like me. I, I can make a script right now with us on this thing and write it and get ready to shoot it probably next week. Other technical guys, they may not be able to do that. I haven't met a guy yet that can do that. They but they want to get hired on sets and that's the thing. So, I'll stand by there's two different types. It's the technical guys and the filmmaker guys. So, that's my analogy on that. I mean, it it sounds like you almost have more creative freedom because you're not hampered by all the technical kind of jargon BS per se. Yeah. 
And you just go and you say, man, this is, again, this is what I want to do. And don't let things get in the way. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, that's <laughs> that's the more smart way to say it, the, the really condensed way. Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about, the technical stuff. What you just said there, that's the technical stuff. What You put it in this small little box and me, I'm all <laughs> out here with it. But but yes, that's definitely what it is. That's that's definitely what it is. I want to go and say, hey, dude, I got this. Let's just shoot something. Shoot what? Um, you know, a guy looking for a treasure map, and he finds it in his girlfriend's house, and you know, and then he realizes that she hid it there, and she's always had it there, and she's part of this pirate conspiracy. Just something weird. Like, let's just go do right. it. Like, that's yeah. me. I don't need to. To, you know, to to do uh, a shot list and, uh, you know, all this other stuff. I don't need to do that. Just give me a lamp and a camera and a microphone and let's do it. Yeah. So it almost it's kind of like it. Your your creativity is more unchained and less hindered by formalities, basically. Yeah. 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 It's really interesting yes. to yes. hear you. That's, see, there you go again. That, yeah. That's it right there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so yeah, just another way to say it, but uh, it's really interesting to hear you say that because Matt and I both have construction backgrounds, but it's so, you know, all concepts like that are okay. universal across different fields because you can, you can talk to somebody in construction okay. for five minutes and know whether they spent any time in the field or if they've been an office guy forever, like if they came right out of school and went into the office, as opposed to being in the field, uh, there's, there's a, there's a clear dividing Uh line for, for 99% of of the population that we deal with. So it's the same thing. It's, it's like practical knowledge and real experience versus theoretical something you read in a book somewhere that somebody in a, you know, dark room type yes. that, that he may have never been on a job site either. So it's, uh, it's, it's funny. It's similar and it's all, it's all related. It's all, yes. you know, yes. kind of human experiences. All the yeah. Same, yeah. It's the, and that's, and you're absolutely right. Right. It is. It definitely is that the, um, the, 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 the similarities with that. And so like you guys with construction, You'll come across a, um, a young whippersnapper who comes out there. He might even be the foreman. You know, you never know. And you guys have been doing it forever. And then he's trying to tell you what, what's what's working and what's not, because he just got just got the reading out of a book. And you're right. telling him, like, nah, dude, like you see that beam up there? It's going to it's going to fall if we do it that right. way. Well, you know, not if we put the right diameter with the wrong right schematic and you know move it around the right hematoma will be good no so i, I, I think we just have an idea for a film i like yeah. it yeah <laughs> there you go hey stop playing with me i'm hey this is what i do i do this on the regular my mind my gears are always turning with new ideas so don't play with me yeah don't do it it'll be like a buddy like a buddy comedy type thing you know Something like that. i like it hey if you need a a, a uh Play, you know, the set, we could definitely find a place to shoot it. I got plenty oh, yeah. of access to that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like a construction set. Yeah. Like a construction, yeah, yeah. construction set. Oh, and don't, and don't dare Matt. Matt is right. the king of, I dare you. So, I mean, you, can, <laughs> you he'll be all over it. Oh, no time. I, bet, I bet you won't. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 Well, we're, we're coming up on 11. Um, we'll be respectful of everyone's time. 
you know, at the same time, want to kind of close us up with, you know, just some, uh, you know, a, a recap and just kind of some closing thoughts from you, John. You know, as Carson and I and you have talked through this, you know, you know, I think the, the courage to get out on your own, but also having someone there to help you be courageous, you know, is, is uh, you know, uh, a strength. And we all need that strength, you know, to do that. I think, mm-hmm. you know, continued of, of lifelong learning, of, of taking all the lessons you've learned and wrapped it up to where you are today, you know, I think is pretty darn awesome. The perseverance to kind of plug away and, and even the adaptability to say, you know what? Yeah, videos, I love video, but you know what? I'm making some money doing music, you know, and going down that route and what that allowed you to do to refine your skills to then say, hey, let me let me now throw something out. I've I've learned so much more about the you know filming and the and, and how to do it and the lighting and kind of putting it all together through music videos. And you you kind of did the gritty stuff and the videos to to get to the point where you're at now. Man, I you know it's it's impressive and and a you know I, I love your story, man. This is great. It yes, is sir. that yes, that, that pivot um, that pivot yeah. was another grit thing that I heard in the very beginning and we never even got to it really, but. The, the pivot between um, short stories or wanting to do full length films and film, yeah. pivoting into music videos um, and, and making it work. You know, that's something that the uh, pe- people just, if it's not perfect, they throw their hands up and want to, and want to, Oh, the grass is greener somewhere else. But man, if you can, you made one little tweak and one little shift and, and found a whole new niche that works for you. And so, still, still enhanced what you wanted to do. It still kept you on yeah. your, your green path. Yeah, exactly. Yes, sir. Definitely. I'm, I'm glad I was able to, to give you guys what you wanted in your, in your podcast. I mean, it's all, it's authentic. It's all real. And if I have to say anything, um, any last words on anything like that, when things get hard, just morph. Cause it's morphing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There you go. Sweet. Awesome. Hey, all right. So in closing, um, I've got your Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, and I'll whenever we advertise when this will be posted, which I think it'll be in in January, it looks like based on the schedule I've got outlined right now. Um, is there anywhere else I should list for people mm-hmm. to get a hold of you or anything else you want to put out there? Um no, I think I think that's fine. I think the the YouTube you got the YouTube, you got the Facebook, you got the IG. Um, that's fine. That that'll work for me. It's no you know no big deal. If you want links to the movie, you know it's on Peacock, the one I did earlier. Awesome. I was talking about that was on. I didn't even say that it was on Tubi, and then Peacock did this big uh buyout, and they bought my movie, so now it's streaming on Peacock as well. So yeah, bang, that's bang, huge. Bang. Awesome man. <laughs> I forgot to say yeah. that part. Yeah, that's kind of big. Yeah, that's big. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. on Peacock. So I've, awesome. I don't know. I totally forgot about that. But yes, it's on Peacock. So, but yeah. Um, but no, that's it. If you need links to the movie, you can just go. Uh, it's uh, the movie's called Undercover Consequences on Peacock. Cool. All right. Yeah, that's a catchy title. I'm I'm hooked already. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. It's my first feature. Be gentle. You know, I didn't think it was gonna be a feature. It was a short film, so just be gentle. I'm better now. I promise. <laughs> I promise. Hey, it made it to Peacock. You had there's yeah. something right in there. That's very right. true. I don't have to see it to know that. 
you, you say that you know you you say the be gentle and it's like you know we didn't even hit on the artistic side of putting yourself out there yeah oh my gosh man putting your creative creative you know self out there for everyone to see and and, and again the criticism the praise all of it that yeah. comes back i mean By you're exposing world. yourself every right. day that that takes a, a yeah enormous amount yeah, of, that's, of courage yeah yeah, it does. I think I think if you guys want to do this again, we can. We definitely can because I there's still more. I ain't even talk about the award I won for best director. I ain't talk about none of that. So if if you if y'all want to do this again, a part two, we could definitely do it. I'm open. I'm, I'm all right. I'm, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Or and, and and you know, hopefully our our following will gain a little traction. And when you get the next movie done, we could you, you know it could be a promotionary tool to get that out there as well one yeah. of the ideas for that yeah could, yeah yeah, yeah. and Absolutely. you know what i'll do y'all one even better we can meet at my studio and we can break out the big guns and i can like i can bring my stuff so all right and then y'all and it can be pre-recorded and then y'all can just take the footage and do what you want to do with it how about that we can even do that that's that'd be perfect love it i'm down Yes, we can do that. So just let me know. But yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, when I get the schedule done, I will um, get it to you along with whatever graphics and stuff we've got, and 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 we can both promote it and get some listeners, and and hopefully this will be good for both of us. Okay, let's do it, man. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us. Great conversation. Looking forward to doing it again. Thank you for listening to the Grit Growth Podcast with host Carson Stefanelli and Matt Webster. We sincerely hope you were inspired by the interview and found at least one useful tool or tactic to implement in your own life. Now, level up by taking immediate action. Apply one lesson learned to your life as soon as possible to make sure it sticks. Post it and tag us to increase accountability. You can join the Grit Growth Movement to restore American grit to its former glory by building an unprecedented force of conquerors, both in business and in life, at www.gritgrowth.org and wherever you're active on the socials. Please also drop a rating and review on your podcast app as it goes a long way in helping the movement gain traction. Now, don't let this inspiration go to waste. Commit to conquer. Lead your life. Leave a legacy. Gather your grit and go get after it.
Thank you for listening to the Grit Growth Podcast with hosts Carson Stefanelli and Matt Webster. We sincerely hope you were inspired by the interview and found at least one useful tool or tactic to implement in your own life. Now, level up by taking immediate action. Apply one lesson learned to your life as soon as possible to make sure it sticks. Post it and tag us to increase accountability. You can join the Grit Growth Movement to restore American grit to its former glory by building an unprecedented force of conquerors, both in business and in life, at www.gritgrowth.org and wherever you're active on the socials. Please also drop a rating and review on your podcast app as it goes a long way in helping the movement gain traction. Now, don't let this inspiration go to waste. Commit to conquer. Lead your life. Leave a legacy. Gather your grit and go get after it.